0: This episode of Kill the Reaper contains scenes of violence, coarse language, and mature subject matter, including depictions of PTSD and implications of Stockholm Syndrome. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: You know, Rosalind, it's much comfier in the back.
0: I'm fine riding up front, thanks.
1: I'm sure one of these two officers will be willing to switch seats with you.
2: No one is switching seats. It's not like I can do
1: anything to her. You've got me wrapped up so tightly that my fingers are going numb from the lack of circulation.
3: If you don't shut up, I'll wrap up your tongue too.
1: Well, that's not very nice, Officer Bilton.
3: You think I care? Look, being nice to a psycho like you isn't exactly a priority.
1: Knock it off, Chris. You know, I have a rather long memory, Builton.
3: Are you threatening me?
1: Not at all. Just sharing a random fact about me. Alright, that's enough. How much further, Smith? We're almost there. Just keep following the road.
4: We're almost at the top of the mountain. Is, is
1: this right? I know where I'm going.
4: Hiking trails?
1: Hmm?
0: He told me that he liked to go on hikes.
1: That's right, Rosalind. You remembered. That actually makes me very happy.
0: Uh, uh, apparently they are remote trails, so they could be a good place to bury someone.
1: <laughs> now you're thinking like a killer.
0: I'm not like you.
2: Parker, you there? It's Juarez. Can you hear me? This is Parker. I hear you loud and clear. We've got a situation. Kate and I need you down at the station. I'm busy at the moment. Can it wait? It's about the Reaper Killer case. Two more bodies were found this morning. Copy that. I'll be back at the station in a few hours.
3: Copy. See you then.
2: Two more bodies? How many have there been?
1: Why is it called the Reaper Killer case?
2: That's none of your concern.
1: None of my concern. Reaper Killer. Hello? Reaper here?
0: Does this mean I'm no longer a suspect? Stacy was with me all night and that patrol car was outside the whole time too.
1: (laughs) Wait, Rosalind was a suspect?
2: You must be joking. So, these hiking trails, did he tell you anything more about them?
0: No, nothing that would be helpful.
2: He is sitting right here. All right. Then we just have to- You know,
1: you just don't get it, do you? You don't want to answer my questions? Fine, but don't forget that I'm here doing
2: you all a favor.
3: Christ, can I please gag him?
2: Uh, Okay, look, there's been a few people who share similar traits to you that have ended up dead. That's why they decided to call it the Reaper Killer case. And Rosalind was naturally a suspect because of the circumstances but I don't think anyone actually believed she was responsible. Fascinating.
3: Someone is going around killing men who look like you, and all you have to say is fascinating?
1: What more is there to say?
3: I don't know, maybe something along the lines of, uh, oh shit, am I in danger? Or, oh, that's a tragedy, more people are dying because of me.
1: I don't see how I would be in danger, unless one of you four is the killer, and we all know Sweet Rosie is incapable of murder.
0: Keep pushing me, and we will see just how true that is.
1: Please, if you were ever going to kill someone, it would have been the night you had your hands around my throat. No, you're too good of a person, Rosalind. Hell, if one of these three assholes tried to kill me, you'd probably stop them.
0: No, I wouldn't.
1: You would. You'd save my life, even though you hate me. That's just the type of person you
2: are. So, these men... How were they killed? We don't actually know how. There were no signs of struggle, nor were there any obvious physical wounds. Poison? That's what we suspected, but the toxicology report came back clean.
1: So what was the official cause of death?
2: Cardiac arrest.
1: Interesting. You must have missed something.
2: Well, I'm not officially on the case, but I'm sure they're going to be as thorough as possible. The force has its best working on this.
1: It's best. Your best was that lady detective I killed last year.
2: You don't have to tell me that. I worked with Detective Turling for years. And now you can pass
1: on her wisdom to a new partner. Life moves on. Isn't that right, Rosalind?
0: Honestly, Dennis? Gagging him sounds like a pretty good idea right about now.
3: Oh, make
1: a left up here. There's a small parking lot for
3: hikers. (sighs) Finally, another minute in the van with this guy and I would have handed in my resignation.
4: Honestly, you're both annoying.
3: Get to stretch the legs after such a long drive. So, how far along the trail are we going? Oh,
2: not too far. So, which trail is it? The Port Heim Circle or the Red River Falls?
1: First, one of you needs to undo this straitjacket and these leg cuffs. <laughs> nice try,
2: but that's not going
1: to happen. The hiking trail
2: gets steep. I will need to be able to move my hands and legs. You're going to have to make do because we're not removing any restraints. Fine. Have fun sweeping the entire forest. I'll weigh in the car. All right, fine. We'll undo the jacket, but you're going to be handcuffed to Officer Ferguson. What? That's not what. You'll be able to use your hands, but you won't be able to run. <sighs> fine. I wasn't planning
1: on running, anyways. Why me? There. Now, which way? We follow the Red River Falls Trail. I hope you brought comfortable shoes. We got a long hike ahead of us.
3: Ah, I'm exhausted.
2: Let's take a quick break. Rosalind, a word? Yeah. I don't like this.
0: Me either. We've been walking for hours. There's no way he could have dragged a body all the way down here.
2: My thoughts exactly. He's up to something.
0: I agree. But what?
2: I'll keep my eyes open for even the slightest sign that he's planning on running.
0: Where do you think he's leading us?
2: If we keep heading down the mountain, we'll end up at the coastline.
0: The beach. Couldn't we have just driven there instead of hiking down an entire mountain?
2: Yes. Which is why I'm positive he's going to try to make a break for it. But, how are you holding up?
0: I'm tired and frustrated. No matter how much I ignore him, he keeps trying to talk to me.
2: Can't be too much further now. We're practically at the beach.
0: Right, should we keep moving?
2: Yeah. Alright, everyone, on your feet, let's keep moving.
4: Already? uh, We just
3: sat down.
2: How much longer, Smith? We're almost there.
3: That's what you said an hour ago!
1: Yeah, well, I move a lot quicker when I'm on my own and not chained to
2: this mouth breather. Enough talking, let's get going. Uh, It's a, a medical condition, okay? Sure.
1: So, what do you think, Rosalind? I know you said you were much of a fan of hiking, but it's beautiful here, isn't it?
0: It's hard to see the beauty when you're wondering if there are people buried beneath your feet.
1: If there's any bodies here, it's not because of me. What? I wanted to show you my favorite hike. Look around us, Rosalind. The trees, the moss, the birds and branches, the world as it was meant to be. A world untouched by humanity.
0: Th- this isn't a date, Dan. You are supposed to be showing us where you buried your victims, not showing me your favorite place to meditate or whatever it is you do here.
1: I must admit I'm disappointed. I thought you would have been able to appreciate the peace of the forest. Uh,
2: Rosalind, you okay? Y-
0: uh, yeah, everything is fine.
2: Why don't you back off a bit, Smith? Respect Rose's personal space. Fine. We can't
1: have a decent conversation over the sound of Fergie's breathing in my other ear anyways.
0: If the bodies aren't here, where are they? Has this just been a waste of time?
1: Any time we spend together is never a waste, Rosalind. But no. We are on the right track. Just a little bit further.
3: Hey!
2: We
1: reached the
3: falls! Oh, wait! Are you fucking kidding me, Smith? You made us walk all the way down a mountain when we could have just parked near the beach?! But where is the adventure in that? Do you know how easy it would be to kill you right now, Smith? I'm sorry, Chief. He fell and he hit his head on a rock, died instantly. Sure, people will be sad that they didn't get to see you die, but no one would even bat an eyelash if we returned with your corpse!
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would make you a murderer, Bilton.
3: If you are a monster, I'd be doing the world a favor. Enough.
4: No one is killing anyone. Right, Bilton? We are all tired from the hike, and it's affecting our tempers.
1: Yeah, yeah. It could have been worse, Bilton. I could have made you go up the mountain.
3: Shut it, Smith. Keep moving!
0: (coughs) (laughs) Wow, I had no idea this was here.
2: It's not usually this big. Must be because of all the rain we've been having recently.
0: It's beautiful.
2: Now there's
3: something I never thought I'd see again. Waterfall? No. Rosalind smile. That would almost be sweet if you weren't the raging psycho who killed her boyfriend.
4: You do know it's probably not a good idea to antagonize a serial killer. Ray. Right?
3: What's he gonna do? One wrong move and he knows we'll put him down.
4: Ignore him? Most of the forest does. <laughs> Come on, let's go check out the waterfall. Can I ask you something?
1: Hmm. Sure. Have you heard of attachment styles? Vaguely, the psychologist at the prison mentioned it. Something about avoiding attachments. I honestly wasn't paying attention at the time.
4: It's true that psychopaths usually don't form attachments, but there have been cases where specific people help them learn to be
1: empathic. What are you rambling about?
4: Maybe Rosalind is that person for you. What do you mean? You care about her, don't you?
1: Psychopaths can't care.
4: But the way you were watching her just now, you are happy she's smiling.
1: I'm glad that she is smiling. So what? It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. That's empathy. Hey,
2: Smith! Where to next? Down towards the beach. Alright, let's move out. We're burning daylight and it looks like it might start raining soon. You are the man. Move your asses.
1: Come on, mouth breather. Better hurry or Bilton might try to shoot me dead.
3: And we are at the beach. Fucking perfect. I am so glad we wasted an entire day walking down a mountain for no reason.
2: If this is some wild goose chase, Smith... It's not.
1: This part of the beach is only accessible by boat or by following that hiking trail.
2: We could have taken one of the patrol ships, Dan. But then
1: we would have gotten here hours ago.
3: Exactly.
1: That's the whole point. This is probably going to be my last day outside. I wanted to enjoy it. Is that so wrong?
4: That's understandable, but we all have other cases we need to attend to. And I'm sure Rosalind has things she needs to take care of. It would have been nice if you had considered other people's schedules.
2: Do you think I care about your schedules? Okay, look. Are we getting close? Or are you going to tell me we need to take a boat to Vikram Island? Because if that's the case, I'm calling this whole thing off.
1: No. No boats required. We are here.
2: Here? You buried them on the beach. I find that hard to believe.
3: Yeah, the tide would have unburied them or dragged them out to sea or whatever.
2: I didn't say they were on the beach. (sighs) I'm getting angry, Smith. Just tell us where they are. No, I told you I would only show Rosalind. I'm not uncuffing you from Ferguson. If you want to show Rosalind, he goes with you.
0: Dan, please. Can you just tell us... I'm exhausted, and it's starting to rain, and I just want to go home.
1: Fine. But can I just have five
2: minutes to enjoy the view? You've had all day to enjoy the view. The location. Now! It's five minutes, Parker.
4: Why not just let him watch the ocean for a bit? I could use a break, too.
3: What, are you two best friends now or something? No. I just... he's right.
4: This is the last time he's going to be out in nature. We can spare five minutes.
0: What about Marcus? Huh? What about Detective Turling and Garrett and all the other people Dan has killed? They aren't able to enjoy nature anymore. Did he spare them five minutes?
4: Rosalind, I didn't mean it like that.
0: Look, I get it. He's charismatic. I mean, hell, I fell for his charms once upon a time. But Dan is a heartless killer. He doesn't deserve any compassion or special treatment.
1: I have a heart, Rosalind. It's just my brain that works a little differently than yours.
0: Fine. If you have a heart, then use it. Show some sympathy and let us finish this task so we can all go home.
1: Fine. If that's what you want, Rosalind. It is. It's this way, along the tree line.
3: What was that noise? What noise? That.
0: What is that?
3: Smith.
1: Is this you? No, I have no idea what it is. It's probably just the wind off the water.
3: Oh, that was definitely not wind. I- is-, is there a fire?
1: I don't
2: smell any smoke.
3: But I see smoke. Or, or is it just me?
2: Uh, I don't think that's smoke.
3: And what the hell is it?
0: I think we should leave.
1: It's just a low cloud or something.
0: And that noise?
1: An animal in the trees. Uh, I'm with Rosalind on this one. Seriously? You were the one that wanted to push on. That was before there was a weird smoke monster in our way. <laughs> smoke monster. You're hilarious.
3: Fuck, did you see that? There are faces in the smoke. What the hell is this thing? Liam, Dan, <laughs> Liam! <laughs> must breathe, man. No way. He's... He's dead! Fuck! Where did it go? Hey! Uncuff me! Damn. Shit!
2: Dennis! What do we do? We need to get out of here. Now! Undo these cuffs!
1: I'm literally chained to dead weight here! Shit! It's coming back!
2: It's not working! Dennis! Cuff! Keys!
1: Rosalind, the keys, hurry! Rosalind, don't! He'll get away! No, Rosalind, we need to run. If you leave me bound to Fergie,
3: I'll die.
2: Rosalind! No! Get out of here!
1: Rosalind, we're running out of time here!
3: No!
0: No! Thank you. I'm not going to let you run.
1: So you bind me to yourself?
0: No time to talk! Run!
1: We need to get to more solid ground
0: We have to go back for Dennis
1: That thing isn't after Dennis It's following us
0: no, What? Oh
2: fuck Why is it following us? Just keep running We're almost at the tree line
0: Janet, wait You're going too fast.
1: Rosalind, get down! (laughs) Are you okay?
0: Get off me! Get off me!
1: Calm down!
0: Don't touch me!
1: I was just helping you up!
0: I don't need your help!
1: Come on! We might be able to lose that thing in the trees!
0: I can't run anymore.
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay. I think we lost it for the moment. L- let's, let's sit down over here. Well, wow. that was interesting.
0: Interesting? That was terrifying. Liam and Chris are dead. And that thing was definitely after you.
1: The infamous Reaper killer.
0: Wait. You think that's the thing that's been killing those men?
1: It has to be. No visible wounds. The victim's heart stopped. My guess is that's how the cops died.
0: How are you so calm? Some weird uh, spirit thing is trying to kill you. Aren't you scared?
1: I am scared. You are? Mm Mm-hmm. Another person trying to kill me. I can handle that. But this... I'm not sure how to deal with this.
0: What do you think it is?
1: I... I'm not sure. We should keep moving.
0: No. We need to go back. Dennis could be in trouble.
1: We aren't going back. We need to keep moving before that Spectre finds us again.
0: No. We are going back.
1: No. We. Are. Not. Of course you can go back. Just undo these cuffs and we will go our separate ways.
0: Not going to happen.
1: This thing is after me, so we are going to do things my way.
0: Ugh, fine. I'll undo the cuffs. Dennis will just track you down anyway.
1: <laughs> Doubtful, but I won't argue with being set free.
0: I'm not setting you free. I just don't want to go anywhere with you. Huh?
1: Huh? What's wrong?
0: The key. It's, it's gone. It, it must have fallen out when you tackled me. Oh, shit. I can't believe this. It
1: looks like we're stuck together a little while longer. But we really should get moving. The sun is setting and we don't want to be stumbling around in the dark.
0: What are we going to do?
1: Come on. On your feet. <laughs>
0: The rain is really coming down now.
1: All the more reason why we need to find a shelter.
0: Hey, uh... Were you actually going to show us where you buried the bodies? Or was this all some elaborate trick to get me to see you?
1: No, I was taking you to the spot. I just took the long way around.
0: Why are you helping the police?
1: I have no reason to keep the bodies hidden any longer.
0: But your sentence will be even longer with more confirmed murder charges.
1: I'm not an idiot. I know what my future holds. A life in prison, a double or triple life sentence, means nothing to me.
0: Why me?
1: I told you. I wanted to see you again.
0: I never wanted to see you again. I was finally moving on with my life.
1: I heard your interview, you know? The one you did with Stacy after my arrest. You said you wanted me to think about you every day for the rest of my life. And I have been. You are all I think about, Rosalind. Stop. Do you think about me?
0: I... I do. Every day. No matter how hard I try not to.
1: You do? Yes.
0: I think about you with nothing but hate and fear in my heart.
1: That... It's disappointing. You do know that you have nothing to fear around me, right? I'm not going to hurt you.
0: Just seeing you hurts me.
1: I don't want that, Rose. And I promise you that I won't physically hurt you ever again.
0: You are such a liar. If you had to choose between being recaptured or killing me so you could get away, you wouldn't hesitate to kill me.
1: That might have been true a year ago. But not now.
0: I don't believe you.
1: Well, it's true. What is it? I know where we are, and I know a place where we can stay for the night.
0: Wait, for the night?
1: There's an old scrapyard not too far from the train yard I used to work at. We should be able to find some shelter there.
0: Dan, wait, I... Never mind, let's go. Should we make a barricade? That thing is still out there.
1: I don't think it would help. You saw that thing. I'm pretty sure it's incorporeal.
0: (sighs) Well, at least I finally found something that will replace you in my nightmares.
1: You dream about me?
0: No. I have nightmares about you. Very, very different implications. (sighs) Can we please find somewhere to hide? This rain is really making things worse.
1: Looks like most of those are complete wrecks, but we should be able to find something we can both fit in with enough of a roof to keep the rain off of us.
0: And something to keep us out of sight of that thing. That too. What about that little school bus over th- ah!
1: Watch out! <sighs> Careful. One cut from any of this rusted and metal could be bad.
0: <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be something? I survived the Reaper only to be done in by scrap metal.
1: Hmm... So you are able to walk, or would you prefer I carry you?
0: No. Just let me go. What did I trip over, anyway?
1: A toolbox? Maybe there's something we can use inside it to break these cuffs. Come on, let's go check out that bus and see if we can get warmed up.
0: (sighs) Okay. Well, there's a roof. So that's an improvement, but not by much. (laughs) It's cold in here and I'm still soaked.
1: We can maybe see if there's some wood up there and make a fire.
0: Is that safe?
1: I honestly don't know. I've never been in a situation like this before.
0: I guess it doesn't hurt to try. Unless we blow this bus up.
1: At least we would die warm.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So is there anything useful in that toolbox?
1: Well, there's these. Time to get us separated. (laughs) What? You want us to stay bound together all night?
0: No! Definitely not. I just... uh, Couldn't help but remember the last time you were coming towards me with pliers. Let's just get this over with.
1: As you wish. Give me your hand. Relax. I'm not going to break your fingers. Just the chain.
0: That's not funny.
1: Shall we try again?
0: You, you're staring.
1: Hmm. You... Uh, oh, the scar.
0: You gave it to me. Remember when you drove a railroad spike through my hand?
1: I remember. It's healing nicely.
0: I, I guess. My doctor said it will be permanent. <laughs> That makes you happy. It does. Why?
1: Because we are ingrained into one another, Rosalind. See? I have a scar where you hit me across the head with a rock. We have left permanent marks on one another, and every time we look at these scars, we will think of each other. And that, that makes me happy.
0: When I look at my scar, I think about how much pain you inflicted upon me.
1: Pain is temporary, Rosalind. One day you won't even remember what that night felt like.
0: You're wrong. I'll never forget.
1: There. You're free. So are you. Not quite yet. There's still the matter of getting out of this sitting.
0: So, what now?
1: Now, you stay here. I'm going to hunt for something we can use to get warm.
0: Are you really? Or are you going to use this chance to make your big escape?
1: No, it wouldn't be in my best interest to try that. It's too dark and wet. One wrong move out there, and I'd end up breaking my neck before that smoke thing finds me. It's better to play it safe and hide out until morning.
0: So what are you hoping to find out there? I can't imagine there being much we can use amongst wrecked cars.
1: Oh, you'd be surprised at the treasures that can be found. Hang tight. I won't be long. Are you going to try to run?
0: Even after you listed all potential dangers? I'm still considering it.
1: Well, if you decide to leave, be cautious of the loose dirt. Also, if you had...
0: Just stop! We aren't friends, Dan. Far from it. So don't start acting like your advice is something I want to hear. Stop pretending that you're capable of caring.
1: I... I'll be back as soon as I can.
0: God damn it! How did things get to this point? Oh, it's totally safe, hun. There's procedures. Dennis will protect you. What a load of shit. Ingrained into one another. How deranged is that? Of course, no service. Marcus. God, I miss you. I could really... Use your advice right about now. You always knew what to say. What do I do?
3: We did it, Rose. Oh, our very own home.
0: <laughs> You're just realizing this now? We technically bought this place two months ago.
3: I know. But we weren't living here yet. <sighs> the renovations really made this place feel more like home.
0: Well, they really did.
3: Hey, turn that thing off. Let's enjoy this moment without your beautiful face being hidden by a phone.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on. I just want to remember this moment forever.
3: Don't forget to live in the moment, Rose. We're going to have a lifetime of memories together. Do you want all of them to be made through a phone screen?
0: Okay, okay. I'm turning it off. A lifetime of memories, huh? I should have recorded more when I had the chance. Serial killer, and now an actual monster. I seriously have the worst luck. I wonder what that thing is. It almost looks like a ghost. Oh my god, service? Hello? Dennis? You're alive. Oh, thank goodness you're alright. You aren't hurt at all, are you?
2: I'm fine. Don't worry about me. You're the one trapped with that psycho. Has he hurt you?
0: No... He's, uh, gone. Says he'll be back when he found something to help us get warm, but I don't know if that was true or not. He broke the cuff chain, Dennis. He can run. I'm sorry.
2: Hey, no. I'd rather that than him hurting you. If he's made his break for it, we'll catch him again. Don't worry. Where are you?
0: Um, I I didn't get the name of it, but it's a scrapyard near a train yard. We were running for a while, uh... I'm sorry, Dennis. I I can't remember which direction we were going.
2: It's okay, Rosalind. I'll find you as soon as I can. I promise. You're going to be okay. I have to go. Chief has questions.
0: Okay. Dennis, be careful.
2: I'll be fine. It's you I'm worried about.
0: Dennis, that thing? I I think it's the Reaper killer.
2: I know. Which is why you need to be extra careful. If you can get away from Smith, do it. That thing will be after him, and him only.
0: Why don't you sound surprised that a spirit or ghost or whatever is responsible for the killings?
2: This isn't my first time dealing with monsters.
0: You mean metaphorically, right?
2: Uh Uh-huh, yep. Totally what I meant. Shit. Okay, the chief is heading my way. Stay at the scrapyard. I'll be there as quickly as possible.
0: Okay, just hurry. Otherwise, I might be frozen solid by the time you get here.
2: Hey, see you soon.
0: Yeah, see you...
1: i found a blanket uh if it can even be considered that anymore it's not much but it will help keep us a little bit warmer throughout the night
0: just one blanket
1: everything else was soaked and the wood is drenched there's no way we can start a fire
0: great (coughs) (coughs) Uh, that thing is so dirty and small
1: i'll write the scrapyard a strongly worded letter tomorrow if you don't want to use this You don't have to, but don't complain to me if you're cold.
0: Hand it over.
1: Um, what are you doing?
0: Wrapping it around me?
1: Not around those wet clothes you're not. The blanket will absorb the rainwater from your clothes, and it'll just be another layer of soaked fabric around you.
0: Then what am I supposed to do with this? Whoa! Whoa, whoa!
1: We need to take off our clothes if we want to dry off.
0: No! No way!
1: Don't you know anything about survival, Rosalind?
0: I'm not taking off my clothes.
1: Why? Not like I haven't seen your body before.
0: You're horrible.
1: This isn't some ploy to get you undressed, Rose. It's a basic survival tactic.
0: I'd rather freeze.
1: Suit yourself. Ah, much better. This fabric is surprisingly soft.
0: (laughs) It's probably covered in bugs.
1: Better to be bitten by a bug than frost can you stop that it's annoying
0: oh i'm sorry i'll freeze quieter
1: stop being stubborn and get under the blanket then
0: it isn't even long enough to wrap around both of us
1: no it's not not if we are sitting next to one another
0: no way there is no way i'm going to cuddle with you
1: i'm starting to get annoyed rosalind
0: good I'm glad I can be the source of your annoyance. (laughs) Why are you laughing? What's so funny?
1: You. You are. Me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. The way your nose scrunches up when you are angry. The way your lips fucker? It's cute. I hate you. I know you do. Now take off those wet clothes and let me warm you up. Turn around. Why?
0: Because I don't want you to watch me.
1: If that's what you want, fine. That wasn't so hard, was it?
0: Shut up and let me under the blankets.
1: There. This isn't so bad, is it?
0: I feel cold in a different way now.
1: Just give it time. You'll warm up.
0: I doubt that.
1: You know, I was surprised to see you were still here when I got back. I thought for sure you were going to run, especially with that spirit after me.
0: I wanted to run, but I also have no idea where I am, and the hike was hard enough in the daytime. As much as I hate being stuck here with you, I also don't want to die by sliding down a mountain or breaking a leg where no one will come looking for me.
1: And here I thought it was because you didn't want to leave me. Mm, to fight that monster alone.
0: I'm not going to risk my life to save yours.
1: I think you would. You're a good person, Rosalind. Mm, you're so warm.
0: Dan, what are you... Dan? 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 <laughs> Marcus, what are you doing?
3: Nothing. What? Don't you believe me?
0: Not one bit. No, no. <laughs> Put me down.
3: <laughs> You're getting too hot, Rose. Gotta cool you off.
0: No, Stacy, help. Oh, hon, I'd love to help, but I don't want <laughs> to. I hate you both.
3: Nah, you love us, really. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cannonball!
1: I'm sorry about Marcus.
0: Jesus, Dan. You you scared me. I, I thought you were asleep.
1: I was sleeping. Just woke up. Have you slept at all?
0: No, I, I didn't want to sleep in case that spirit came.
1: You should try to sleep. I can stay awake.
0: No, just go back to sleep. I'm not really in the mood for your lies.
1: What? What have I lied about now?
0: Your apology? You aren't sorry you killed Marcus.
1: You're right. I'm not. And if I was put in the same situation, I'd kill Marcus all over again.
0: You disgust me.
1: I wasn't apologizing for killing Marcus. I meant that I was sorry for what his death has done to you. Is doing to you. I'm sorry that you're hurting and the wound isn't healing.
0: Don't talk to me about my wounds when you're the one who inflicted them. Very well. I... I am healing. Not in an obvious or glamorous way. It's... Messy. Some days, it's like I'm feeling that pain for the first time again, but it's a hundred times worse. Other times, I can live with it.
1: I suppose that's a perfect way to describe living in general. Messy.
0: It's the loneliness that's the worst. To feel the emptiness of where you know their warmth should be.
1: Sadly, I can't relate. can't feel loneliness like that. If emptiness is all you are ever known, it makes me wonder. About what? About what my life would have been like if I had met you sooner. When I was in school, maybe. Wonder how I would have turned out.
0: You were born a killer. Knowing me sooner wouldn't have altered your path.
1: Hmm, who knows?
0: You disagree. How could my presence have changed anything?
1: It may surprise you to know that hurting people was never my life's ambition.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: It wasn't. I always knew I was... different. But it wasn't until I started high school that I truly realized just how different I was. At first, I was targeted for wearing clothes that were apparently out of style, and for having to beg the cafeteria workers to slip me scraps because my father was too drunk to buy groceries. Again.
0: That's just... a a ton of people go through that in school.
1: Maybe so, but the torment was relentless, and home offered no comfort. Not after my mother lost her battle with cancer, and my father decided to live life with his ass on the couch and a bottle in his hand.
0: I... I'm sorry that happened to you. But that's no excuse for what you have done.
1: I know. I'm not using it as an excuse. My point is that all of that makes you feel powerless. I was powerless against my tormentors at school, powerless to help my father battle his depression and when i turned to adults for help they ignored me or dismissed me without any compassion in their hearts it was like they were saying this is your life helplessness is your destiny stop trying (sighs) for a while i believed that i accepted that i was going to spend my life as a punching bag for those with more power than me But then, that night happened. That night that Morgan fucking Miller dragged me to the woods to leave me to die. That night that I finally denied my destiny and fought back. I tasted true power that night. And I swore to myself that I would never let it slip out of my hands. And whenever I felt like I was losing it, I would remind myself that I was still powerful. That I was in command of my destiny, and no one was ever going to make me feel helpless again. <laughs> and then you came along, Rosalind. Me? You could have killed me, but you didn't. You let me live and sentenced me to a life without. any power.
0: If that's true, then you should hate me. <laughs>
1: You aren't wrong. For a while, I did hate you. I despised you for making me feel that same helplessness. I felt as a teen.
0: But not now?
1: Mm, It's odd, because I wanted to kill you. I spent my days dreaming of different ways that I can make you suffer. There's a part of me right now that is begging me to do it. Finish you off and have my revenge.
0: Then what's stopping you?
1: There is one image that I can't get out of my mind. Image? The image of you, on top of me, with your hands around my throat, squeezing the life out of me. The exhilaration. The adrenaline. The thought that I was about to die. The complete and utter helplessness I felt as I looked up into your eyes that were filled with animosity. I realized then that my victims must have felt the same way. And in that moment, I had never felt so powerful.
0: You are beyond twisted.
1: Answer me truthfully, when you were on top of me strangling me, you felt good, didn't you?
0: Yes, I... I admit that it felt really good knowing I could end your life. I felt powerful, but I also knew it was wrong and despite everything you did, revenge wouldn't fix anything. So, I let go of my desire for vengeance, which took a strength far more powerful than anything you have experienced.
1: (laughs) You're wrong. You see, I too have let go of my desire for revenge. I have chosen to forgive you.
0: (laughs) Forgive me? Are you kidding me? There's nothing to forgive. Everything that has happened to you has been of your own making. Surely you know that. I mean, you've got a vengeful spirit or demon or something trying to hunt you down and kill you, for fuck's sakes.
1: Is that... Shh. It's here.
0: Should we run?
1: No, it hasn't noticed us. Maybe we'll move on.
0: It's coming this way.
1: Get down Okay, Rose. It's gone.
0: That was close. Look. The metal almost melted all the way through where that thing touched it. Really? Yeah. Look at how red the metal is.
1: All right. So don't let it touch you. Got it.
0: Do you think it will come back?
1: No, I think we're safe for now. The sun is starting to rise, too.
0: Our clothes haven't dried yet.
1: It will have to do, once we get moving again. They will dry quicker.
0: Should we leave now?
1: No, let's wait a little bit longer. Let that thing get further away. And if we survive until sunrise, we have a greater chance of escaping.
0: Right, yeah.
1: You should try to get at least an hour of sleep. I'll wake you once I think it's safe to leave.
0: H- are you sure?
1: Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for the spirit.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I could use some sleep. Dan? Hmm? Is something wrong? You look troubled.
1: Uh, I think I know what it is.
0: You d- You do?
1: I know this is going to sound a little crazy, but I think it's some kind of ghost.
0: That much is obvious. But implying it's a ghost makes me think you know something more than you're letting on.
1: The area that it appeared. There is a cavern hidden behind the foliage. That's where I buried the others. And I'm certain I recognize some of the faces.
0: So that's it. You think the people you killed were. what? Resurrected? Brought back to life for vengeance? <laughs>
1: Insane. Right?
0: I don't know. If I hadn't seen it for myself, I would have laughed at that theory, but. It does make sense in a weird way.
1: So, how do we kill something that is already dead?
0: This episode was written by Carrie Murphy and Jenna Oliver. Starring the voice talents of... Jenna Oliver as Rosalind Williams.
2: Luca Xavier as Dan Smith. Gerald Hill as Detective Dennis Parker.
3: Daniel Balzon as Chris Bilton. Roscoe Brayman
0: as Liam Ferguson
3: Max Adrian Burton as Marcus Wagner
0: Key Garland as Stacey Cameron, Jackie Gordon as Detective Angelique Juarez Voices for Our Wraith provided by Melissa J. Lackey and
4: Trenton Butt
0: Music by Key Garland Wayward Survivor was written, composed and performed by Key Garland Key art and character art by Avia Key backgrounds and logos by blind deaf ghost audio editing by jenna oliver casting by jenna oliver and luca xavier hi this is jenna oliver from wolf and magpie media episode 3 will be posted on monday october 23rd and on october 30th we will be posting the full feature version which contains all three episodes of Kill the Reaper in one. If you liked what you heard and you want to find our other social media accounts, you can check out our link tree, linktr.ee slash wolf magpie media. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.